Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Building Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Theo Lim. And if you're new to the podcast, we talk about anything and everything related to building strength inside the gym and more importantly, outside of the gym. So as always, this week's episode is brought to you by the loving kindness meditation. So let's all just take 10 seconds out of our day. Take a nice deep breath. And think about two people in your life and just wish happiness for them. So you don't actually have to say anything. Just picture their faces. And in your head, wish happiness for them. There you go. That's beautiful. So we do that just to put out some positivity into the world. Um... And when you're doing that, when you're wishing people well, there's no way that we can be upset on our end. So I hope you guys utilize that to put you in a better mood when you need to. So it's Wednesday morning. Haven't done a Wednesday morning podcast in a while and I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to get this done and check it off the daily checklist so this week's podcast i've got two three i've got six really good questions that i'm going to be going through as always i hope you guys have been having a good week i hope you guys have been crushing your weekly goals we're just coming up it's only september 19 but another week we're into october and we're into the fourth quarter of the year fourth quarter baby I'm excited for it. Hope you guys are too. So let's kick this off. I want to gain, the question is, I want to gain some muscle and shed some fat. I've been, I've been inactive for a bit, but I'm thinking of running every day. What do you think? Okay, so you want to gain muscle, you want to gain fat. You're thinking of running every day. So I, for me, whenever someone asks me a question now, I try to take a step back and I try to dig a bit deeper into what's really going on. What are they really thinking? What do they really want? So I said, okay, well, you say you want to, you want to gain muscle. Do you think running every day will do that for you? So I asked this person that and their reply, uh, okay, maybe not. And then I said, okay, and also another thing that really stands out to me, you've been inactive for a while and you're thinking about running every single day now? Do you think, do you think that's realistic? Again, once they've given it some thought, okay, maybe running every day is not so realistic. So I said, like running's great. I have nothing against running. But if you want to build muscle and shed some fat, I don't think running is your best option. I'm not telling you not to run. You can still run two to four times a week, whatever, whatever is going to make you feel good. But in terms of building muscle, you're going to have to do some kind of strength training, some kind of resistance training. And in terms of shedding fat, everyone knows the more muscle you have, the more 
you burn in terms of when you're sitting down, when you're laying down, when you're sleeping, your base metabolic rate is just higher when you have when you hold more muscle. That's it. So in terms of there in terms of actual calories burnt, I believe the science says that it's only like 5% of our calories are burned through exercise. And the other 90, 95% is burned through just our base metabolic rate. Just me sitting here, me walking at work, me working, me sleeping, all that good stuff. So do I think you should run every day? Probably not. I don't, I, I think you should run if you enjoy it. But if you want to build muscle, you want to shed some fat, you got to do some strength training. You got to eat well, you got to get your protein in, you got to get your calories in, right? All that good stuff. Okay, question number two. How do I get my ab wheel rollouts stronger? I am not going out all the way. Okay, so ab wheel rollouts. I know it looks really cool when the arms are out all the way, but when you're just starting out doing ab wheel rollouts, you need to slowly build yourself up to that. So if you guys are familiar with ab wheel rollouts, this is how I teach people. And in terms of getting your arms out all the way, that's not what I'm looking for initially, when, as, especially when you're just starting out. I'm looking for your hips. I'm looking for someone to be able to organize their pelvis, their lower back. I'm looking for them to brace their core before they start rolling out, just like as if you were squatting or deadlifting. And then I'm looking for them to push their hips through and not lose their lower back while they do that. So I really cue the hips coming through and I always tell people, just don't go out as much with the arms right now because we're not quite there yet. Keep drilling in these hips, keep drilling in the hips and as you get stronger, the arms will come naturally. Like the arms will go out further as you get stronger. But right now, especially at the start, drill in the proper mechanics. Make sure you know how to set up for an ab wheel rollout. It's funny because ab wheel rollouts are, yeah, it's a core exercise, but it's actually so technical for just a core exercise. So that's number one thing. You got to be able to organize your low back, your pelvis. You got to know how to brace the core. And then you just push the hips through. If you feel your low back while you're doing ab wheel rollouts, you're doing them wrong. Either you're not bracing or you're bracing, but you're losing the brace as you roll out. At the end of the day, it always comes back to bracing. Okay, question number three. What can I do to tone my legs at home? Hmm, good question. Just had a sip of coffee. For all you coffee drinkers out there, this shit is great. Coffee is excellent. Top five in life, coffee. One of the top five. Okay, what can I do to tone my legs at home? So I know this lady. I know she comes to the gym frequently. 
she goes hard in the gym so i kind of know that yes she does train so it's more like okay you want to do extra work okay so take me for example i want to i wanted to bring up my back so i've been doing daily pull-ups right so i'm doing 50 pull-ups a day might not seem like much but over the course of weeks over the course of months it's going to add up so I, I looked at her, I told her, okay, um, you want things to do at home with no equipment, that's great. Why don't you do lunges, glute bridges, um, squats, uh, single leg glute bridges, single leg squats, lateral lunges, all that shit. There's so many options. I said, pick two or three, don't spend that much time on it, but do it frequently. So every day, every other day, whatever. So let's take, for example, let's do reverse lunges, let's do glute bridges, and if you have a band, most people have bands now, you might as well do glute bridges with the band, and then we'll do the hip abductions as well. So that's when you say, if you imagine the glute bridge, so you bridge up, your hips are in the air, you're squeezing the glutes, and then the band's around the knees, right? So we're just opening up the knees, abducting the legs abducting the hips so that's three moves reverse lunges glute bridges abductions why don't you do 20 reverse lunges per leg 20 glute bridges 20 abductions i think that might take you a minute a minute and a half two minutes at most rest a little bit do that three to five times that's going to be like a 10 12 minute uh, leg workout right there so again, it might not seem like much. You just did, say you do three rounds of everything. You did 60, 60 lunges, 60 bridges, 60 abductions. Okay, that's great. But do that three times a week. You're at 180 lunges, 180 bridges, 180 abducts. Per month, that's 640 reps of each. And I'm not saying that you should do the same exercises every time. I just want to give you that large, big picture view that weekly view, that monthly view. Try not to look at every single workout as just a standalone workout. You need to look at the whole big picture. So if you stay, if you continue to do what you're currently doing, you continue to eat well, you continue to sleep well, and then you add those three sets a day, which is gonna take, if it's only three sets, that's gonna take you less than 10 minutes, guaranteed. So with that, such a small time commitment, and the reps don't seem like a lot, but they will add up, I believe your legs will grow. And those are just examples of moves. You could do other moves. You could do more reps. It really is going to depend on how bad you want it and how much time you have. All right. Number four. How many days a week should I train? Great question. Really good question. Really common question. Do what's the most realistic for you. I've talked about this before and I talk about it a lot. I, I asked her, okay, what's, what's, what's realistic for you? How many days a week do you want to train? And she replied, I'd like to train four times a week. I don't do likes. I want to know how many days can you realistically get to the gym? Because if four, if four is a bit of a stretch and you're gonna, it's going to add stress to your life, 
to try to get that fourth workout in. I don't want to do that. Let's settle for three because you know you can do three workouts for sure. And if you happen to get a fourth one, that's great. That's just bonus. But let's set up your program for three days. So always do what's realistic for you. Always think about the sustainability of something. Like, yeah, maybe you could work out. You could run every single day. You could, but are you going to stop after two weeks because your knees are trashed and your ankles are trashed and your calves are tight as hell and your low back starts getting tight? Maybe. So that's not sustainable. It might seem realistic, but it won't be. So always be realistic, always be sustainable, and just go for the lower number because you can always bump it up. As I say, set yourself up for success. If you know you can for sure hit three days a week, let's do that. Set it up, we're going three days a week. And then if you hit four, it's bonus. But if you really try to push yourself to hit four days a week and you know it's going to be a stretch, already in week one, like say you only get three times a week that week, you're going to feel bad about yourself. It's only week one and you already feel like you failed. That's like, that doesn't help to create momentum. Then we back off to three times a week and it feels like we're going down, like downgrading. We're not, but it feels like that from a mental standpoint. So do three because we can always add a fourth one. Right? Okay. Rolling right through this today. We got Q&A. Number five, how do you know if you're gaining strength at the same rate that you're gaining weight? Okay, I think what's important here is you have to be able to track your progress. If you're not, if you're concerned about gaining strength and you're concerned about your body weight, your lean mass, and you're not tracking any of this, I don't know what to tell you. So, if you're concerned about gaining strength, you need to track your lifts. Have a few indicator lifts. Um, that's going to be pretty personal to you. Whether that's going to be a straight bar deadlift. For me, a straight bar deadlift is one of my indicator lifts right now. Barbell bench is my indicator lift as well. Not really because my shoulder sucks right now. Whatever. <laughs> so pick a couple of key indicator lifts. That might be dips. That might be pull-ups. Pull-ups is a really good one. Across the board, pull-ups is a great indicator lift because it's relative to your body weight. You're going to easily see, okay, I can now do 12 pull-ups. I used to be able to do eight, right? Uh, squat is always a good one, whether that's with the barbell, whether that's with dumbbells. So pick indicator lifts so that you can see your progress and that tracker, track it. So when you think about tracking your program, tracking your workouts, you need to put the date on there. You need to put the lift, whatever variation that may be. And you need to write down your weights, sets, reps, all that good stuff. Attention to, to detail is key. So track your lifts. And then now let's talk about your body weight. Let's track your body weight as well. So that, that might be uh, weighing yourself. That might be measuring around your, if you're trying to lose fat measuring the arms, 
measuring the chest, measuring the thighs. If you're trying to gain weight, pretty much the same areas. And then again, dates. Uh, last one would be pictures, actually. So weigh yourself, measure yourself, or take pictures. Again, dates are important here. And maybe some notes, one or two sentences regarding that specific workout or whatever's going on that week, anything. So how do you know if you're gaining strength at the same time you're gaining weight? You need to track all of it. If you actually care, and it sounds like you do care because of the question you're asking, you need to track all of that. Okay, last question. I want to go to the gym, but I'm so busy. All I want to do is three times a week for 45 minutes, but I'm having such a hard time doing that. Do you have any tips for me? Yes, I do. This is something I've been trying to communicate this year. This is something that I've implemented in my own life, and I think it's helped me a lot. So personally, I used to train for like an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, this is including warming up, cooling down, taking a pre-workout shit, <laughs> taking a pre-workout supplement, uh, lifting, shooting the shit with my friends, checking my phone. So it used to be such a huge ordeal. I used to like, I, I enjoyed it, yes, but I would come out of the session, like I'd, I'd feel good, I'd enjoy it, but I didn't like that it took so such a big chunk of my day so these days most of my sessions are 30 minutes to one hour max and what i do is so i've cut down the duration of the session itself but i've increased the number of sessions i do in one week so i do less at a time but i do more days throughout the week so one thing i find is People get caught up in this notion that, yeah, I need to work out for a full hour. I need to work out for a full hour and a half or else I'm not doing anything. That's not true. That's not a good mindset to have. I think there's a lot of value in 10-minute workouts. I think there's a lot of value in 15, 20-minute workouts. Um, guys, five, 10 minutes, five minutes is still better, infinitely better than zero minutes. 10 minutes is infinitely better than zero minutes. So what I would prescribe, what I prescribed her is, okay, instead of trying to get there for three times a week, 45 minutes, because she's busy, she runs her own business, she has three kids. Um, so what I told her is, okay, in your own business, I can you bring a yoga mat here? And... Can you maybe, do you have 15, 20 minute blocks? Do you have 10 minute blocks between clients? Yes, you do. Okay, great. I'm sh And then I showed her a couple moves with some bands. I showed her a couple stretches on the floor. It's like, okay, just do these 10 minutes per day. If that's all you get, that's all you get, whatever. But if you have more time on one of those days, two of those days, go for it. Go to the gym, hit that 45 minutes of cardio that you want to hit. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it really is about doing enough to make you feel good, to get that sweat going, 
and we feel good when we train because of the endorphins, right? Our body releases endorphins and we feel good. So just do enough that you'll feel good. Whether that's a breathing practice while you're stretching, whether that's a quick band workout. For ladies, that might mean getting a pump in the legs. For men, that might be getting a pump in the upper body. It might mean, you know, some... That's a big generalization, but in general, men like to do upper body more and women like to do lower body more. That That's just the law of nature, I think. That's besides the point. So just do enough that you're going to feel good about yourself. You're going to feel good. You're going to get the positive benefits of training, of exercise, and then carry on with your day. So one thing I find that holds people back is like, okay, I need to work out today. Uh, I need to set aside an hour and then things pop up in your day. And then suddenly that hour you don't have anymore. But I find a lot of people just leave it like that. It's like, oh no, I don't have a full hour. I can't do that. I can't work out. I'm not going to work out anymore. But it's like, no, wait, you still have 20 minutes. You can still do something in 20 minutes. Like you can do a core circuit, you can do a leg circuit, you can stretch, you can foam roll, you can do yoga. Like there are so many options. So another big tip I think for this, I heard this, I don't remember where I heard this, but for you busy people out there, think of, have a buffet of training sessions that you can do. So have options for when you only have 10 minutes say i only have 10 minutes i might for me personally if i only had 10 minutes i'd probably try to get 10 minutes of some ground-based movement some flow work i'll probably do that in 10 minutes if i really wanted i could probably do like chin-ups push-ups and then get a quick like arm pump with some bands that's another good 10 minute option. Or I know a lot of people who do like eight minutes of abs, 10 minutes of abs, whatever, right? So have options for when you only have 10 minutes, have options for when you have 20 minutes, and then have options for when you have 40 to 60 minutes. And then depending on the day, depending on how busy you are that day, pick one, make it happen again. Five minutes is infinitely better than zero. So that's the, that's definitely one of the biggest things I've learned and implemented this year in 2018. Like just, there is value in 10 minute sessions. There is value in 20 minute sessions. Like we can still feel good. Like ultimately we work out, we train, to feel good about ourselves right i found that in as little as five to ten minutes you can feel good about yourself and i think that's what's important so i hope you guys took away a couple things from there i'm gonna leave it right there as always thank you guys for listening thank you for the support if you like what you hear, 
drop a review on iTunes. That's going to be super helpful. What's going to be even more helpful is if you share this episode with one of your friends. I'd really appreciate that. (laughs) I don't know why I'm talking like this now, but I am. Anyway, (laughs) until next week. I hope you guys continue to crush your goals, crush your daily goals, crush your weekly goals. We're moving into the fourth quarter. That means making new quarterly goals. We'll talk more about that next week. Until next time, peace.